Hey, everybody, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in. It's Friday night. There's a little bit of lag going on, so, uh, Corey, if you fall a little behind, you'll figure that out. All right. I'm trying to figure out why we're not going. There we are. We're going live. Let's see. I lost my feed here. I'm trying to uh, get back on it. There we go. All right. We're good. We're good. We're good. Again, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Another Friday Night Lines. How are you doing? Let's see who's in the house. All right. We'll go to my participants here. Uh, we got Ace Avid, Betty Jean Cross, the incredible. Uh, we got Norm Catfish Headhunters, Creole Catfishing. Creole, I saw you on a replay of Chad's show last night. You were awesome, my friend. Wow, we got Norm we Catfish Headhunters. Eddie Gross. Uh, thanks for tuning in, Eddie. Uh, I don't recall your name. We got Fishing with the Chad. What's up, Chad? Jonathan from Hooked Catfishing. Thanks for tuning in, my friend. Uh, we got D, James Dockery, the man, LG Bash. Hey, I saw you out there uh, going for that walk today. Good for you, my friend. Uh, Palmetto Cats. What's up, Kevin? Rex Blocker, Robert Chance, Stan, the man. Ryan, what's going on? Setting hooks. How you doing, Redbeard? Um, who else we got in here? We got... Tim Molina, what's up? Let's see who snuck in here, if I can notice. Uh, Norm, Kit Mando Outdoors, how you doing? We got a new viewer there. Welcome to the show. Chunky the Man, Elston Perez, what's up, my friend? Thank you for tuning in. Mike Turner, I saw came on. Michael Morello, the man. Hey, what's up, brother? How are you? Uh, let's see. You guys are popping in here, popping in here. I said hello to Creole. If I missed somebody, please forgive me. I don't mean to. You guys are coming in pretty fast and furious, which I like to see. Uh, so that's awesome, awesome, awesome. So, uh, hey, everybody. Um, I'd like to introduce to get our guest today, uh, Corey Walton. How are you doing today, Corey? Uh, great. I'm doing real good. You're doing really good. Excellent. Um, yeah. I'm... Oh, we lost him. We lost Corey. He'll be back. While Corey's trying to get back on, um, I kind of got some notes here from this week in catfishing. This week in catfishing. All right, folks. Uh, Monday night we had Catfish Weekly. Our Catfish Weekly was Finn Seeker TV, Jeremy, and Braden Colvin. Up, oh, Corey's coming back. Let's see. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I, hopefully I'll back. That's that's all right, Corey. I kind of went into what was happening this week. So hold on a minute. We'll get right we'll all get right, right back right. to it. So this Monday was Catfish Weekly with uh, with Lyle uh, and James. Um, he had Finn Seeker TV as a guest uh, with Jeremy and Braden Colvin. Um, also, I want to make sure you guys check out uh, Dinks Outdoors. Uh, that's uh, Braden's channel. Uh, promising young man. Uh, I checked out his channel. He did a really good uh, uh, panfish video. Uh, check it out. Um, and just so you guys know, all the links from this are in the description. So go ahead and click on them. Check out the videos from the week. Uh, there's some good stuff out there. On Tuesday night, we had Muskrat Adventures. Uh, he covered a transition to fall catfishing uh, where he talked about tactics, gear. And uh, we did some miscellaneous electronics talks, too, which was kind of cool. We did a little problem solving, so check it out. Um, on Wednesday night, um, James Smith did the Patriot Catfishers of America show. He had an awesome guest, uh, David Martin. I actually friended him on Facebook, got to see some of his pictures. That guy gets on the flathead, let me tell you. Uh, that, that guy knows what he's doing. If you get a chance to check him out on Facebook, do. Um, shoot him a friend request. Uh, we had the bait shop on Thursday. Uh, it was an open bait shop since uh, Mr. Dockery wasn't able to make it there for the whole show, which is understandable. He was doing uh, an admirable thing and helping all the kids learn how to cane pole fish. Um, some of the guests he had on there was Ace Catfishing, and he also had a rod giveaway. Uh, had Matt the Knife on there. Uh, Creole Catfishing. That's the first time I saw Creole on a live feed. Creole, you're the man. Uh, I was you were a great guest on there. Lyle was on there. Lyle's always a great guest. What surprised me about that is Lyle was actually nice to James. You might want to check that out just to see that. Uh, KMB Angling popped in. Stan the Man was on there. Stan is really starting to grow. Check out his channel. Those links are also in the description. Uh, John Patrick III, it looks like he uh, uh, fixed his haircut from the other week, which I love. That was awesome. And Jim uh, Catman Clark was on there, too. Um 
And I think that's it for this week in Catfish. So let's get back to our guest, folks. Um, this week's guest is Corey Walton. Corey, that is right. It's just Walton. Yeah, Walton, right? I'm looking at it right now. Um, yeah, Corey Walton. Yeah. Corey Walton. Let's see if we can get this on here. All the links to your site are in the description. You guys might want to check it out after the show. Uh, Corey is uh, um, the owner and the creator at The Flatty Daddies. Um, real quick question as to how I came across Corey on YouTube. Um, I have a couple of friends. They might be watching, too that uh, he calls himself the Flatty Daddy. Do you remember me sending you that message at first? Actually, yeah, I yeah. I, was, I, was, I, I thought you were uh, calling, me calling me out at first. No, 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 no. I was calling him out is what I was doing, Corey, because uh, he's always uh, talking smack, so I figured I'd show him what a real Flatty Daddy looks like, so I tagged him in your post. That's what that was about. Oh, Honest man, to God, man. that's what it was about. So, But... Uh, I'm glad I did because you know we've we've had some talks and stuff on Facebook and I've really enjoyed your Facebook or not your Facebook your YouTube channel there's some good stuff. Uh, trying to keep oh, up with some you. comments here. Um, all right, Corey. So tell me a little bit about um, how you got into YouTube. We'll start there. Okay. Well, I guess it, it started. I, uh, I used to waterfowl hunt a lot, goose hunt, uh, all that, and uh, I'd make some videos here and there for my buddies. Uh, just, you know, we had a, like a small group of us and I just throw together some stuff just, just to have some footage of how to watch it. And uh, I don't, I just kind of fell in love with the editing process. You know, I just, I really like putting these videos together. So I started throwing some stuff out there for fishing, uh, you know, clips, you know, I think everybody kind of starts doing that, just putting the little clips out. And then, uh, you know, you just, you just get better and better with the, uh, the uh, the programs and I don't know I'm, I'm I'm still not there yet but it's it's fun and I'm I'm just trying to put out as many as I can and uh, you know just let everybody see the the time I have out on the water. So. Well, you do you do a pretty good job of that everything from you know getting the, the your your catches on film to even how you cook on that boat I always kind of trying to figure out how to do that <laughs> on my boat and I'm like. Oh, if Corey can do it, I got to be able to figure it out. So we'll work on something like it, that. It's tight. I mean, you get getting chop and uh, everything wants to go flying. I've oh, lost yeah. a couple dogs and uh, <laughs> some eggs and all, all that stuff. Yeah, those bratwurst that you make usually look pretty good. I can imagine them rolling right off the side of the boat. I'll tell you, though, anything tastes good at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not kidding. So how did you get started in, in fishing in general? Was it was it first uh, the, the hunting for waterfowl and stuff? Is it something you picked up when you were really young? Is it something you picked up later in life? How did that work for you? Well, I've been fishing since I was a kid. We actually grew up near a, a pond. Uh, our neighbors had a pond, and, you know, my dad would take me over, and we'd, we, we'd go for, uh, you know, sunnies and bass, whatever you could pull out of there, and, then, uh, you know, I'd always be begging them to take them trout fishing or go bass fishing. And once I got my license and then I started catfishing, it was always channel cats. You know, we didn't have flatheads where I grew up for, you know, when I was young. They just kind of moved in on the Schuylkill River. And, uh, you know, we started, it was kind of like hearing about, oh, do you hear about these flatheads? They get huge. You know, you need saltwater tackle. And, you know, I you'd catch one every once in a while. It'd be 10 pounds and you'd, your mind would be blown. Uh, and then I moved out Harrisburg area, which is on the Susquehanna. And I actually got started getting into some real or flatheads and I've been hooked ever since. Uh, but I, you know, I, I bought a, I bought an old boat and that thing left me hanging more, more times than it ran. Uh, so I never really could get a, a solid YouTube channel for a while. And then I bit the bullet, got a real boat, you know, a newer boat with, uh, a motor that doesn't uh, leave me hanging, and uh, it's been a lot more consistent. I get out at least once a week now, so that's good. And yeah. I, I know we were we were talking a little bit yesterday. And you 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 travel quite a bit to 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 go fishing, don't you? Or you got a little ways yeah, to go from uh, your house? Yeah, uh, most of my uh, spots are within an hour, hour and twenty minutes, but. Uh, yeah, th I could I could get somewhere in about forty five minutes, but it it wouldn't be a very good spot. So, yeah, it's a it's a drive, and then when you're coming back, you know, even six in the morning, it, it's tough. 
it's nice to have someone with you if you can. But that doesn't happen too often. That doesn't happen too often, especially during the week. I know that for a fact. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I do see I do see a fish by yourself sometimes, which I I can admire because I do a lot of that too. And I do see a fish with uh, what was your partner's name that you fish the tournaments with? Yeah, Chad Barton. He's uh he's my brother. Your brother-in-law, right? And as anybody with uh, flathead fish, and he just his schedule doesn't really work quite as good as mine. You know, his wife uh, works weird hours, so he's he's watching the kids a lot. You know. You know, he, he, he'd be out every time if he could. Uh, just can't always make it. Yeah, and I, I'm sure we can all, everybody in chat can relate. Life life gets in the way. It's kind of hard, but you try to you get around it, that's sure. Yeah, when you were telling me that you drive, you know, at least once a week, like an hour and a half, I was, I, I was pretty impressed. You know, I'll do that once a year when I'm fishing up north, but not on a regular basis. You know, I actually timed it. After talking to you, I timed it. I'm like 17 minutes from my boat ramp. And that's like not too bad. So I'm pretty happy about that. You made me appreciate yeah, that's it. So a, that's much. a dream come true. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, we can fish. The Fox is a great river. It's it's hard to fish. They're there, but you got to work it hard. So uh, I, mm-hmm. I'm still grateful to have it that close. So yeah, that's Susquehanna River. That's I've been reading about that since my Twitter days. I had some a bunch of followers on Twitter, and there's a lot of flathead guys that I used to follow from there. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was always impressed. They kind of fueled me at the beginning of my search for, for Flathead back in the day. They they really did. They they got the juices flowing. And so uh, I, I'm happy for that. So every time I hear that and then I find out that you, you fish over there, I'm like, hey, I got to talk to Corey. Like, I got to get you on here. Very cool. It really um, is an amazing fishery. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. How, how big is that river? Uh, so in parts, it, it can be almost a mile wide. Uh, it's it's not the deepest river around. Uh, the further south you go, the more dams there are. And you start fishing in between the dams, then you can find some deep water. But when you mm-hmm. get above those dams, it's three. I mean, if you find a 10-foot hole, you're doing something. So it's pretty – It's the, the Fox is the same way, so it's it's pretty shallow river. So Yeah. How do you deal yeah, with it's, your it's electronics? How how do you read your electronics in shallow water? Because I want to know because I have a hard time. Unless I'm using SiveScan, it's almost worthless, man. Yeah, I really once I get in that shallow stuff, I'm really just looking for rocks or structure. I'm not I'm not really looking for fish. It doesn't it doesn't seem to want to pick up many fish. Maybe I don't have the settings just right, but I don't see much uh, in the shallow water. I'm always questioning the same thing when because it, it's so hard to tell in the shallow water that if you're seeing what you're seeing or if you're missing something because you just don't know the return isn't good enough and it that's that's one of the things I don't like about fishing the shallow water. I mean, if you can find a rock pile or something, I'll sit on there for a little bit. Like last night, we parked on one for about forty minutes and caught a couple of channels, but that's it. But at least we found yeah. it, so now I know where it's at. So I'm thinking in the spring yeah. that'll be a good spot. Been using it more to build it's, my waypoints and stuff. Yeah, that's, I'll tell you what I started using was Google Maps. It's just you can put labels on there, and you can label. Okay, there was it was this deep, or, you know, a pile of rocks or a, a lone rock, you know, and or you can put there as a ledge. Any any. Uh, it's just a lot easier to use than your uh, your Garmin or Lawrence or whatever you're using. Absolutely, you you need to do a video about how to do that because I'd watch that one. <laughs> I'd be really interested uh, in that because you know I'm always between Navionics. I'm between a GPS on my Garmin, and then I just use Google Maps to look for uh, like bends and stuff where the creeks are coming in, stuff like that, just to kind of get an idea. I didn't know you could do all that stuff. With. That's definitely something. Yeah, you just uh, instead of just just saving the spot, you can do label, and that's that's what I do. I mean, you're not gonna that's or anything. That's all up to you. But my uh, my garment, yeah, the software. So it's what I'm sorry you broke up a little bit. Oh, okay. I was just saying my my uh, fish bar doesn't have the map, so it's it's all up to me there. To get it all done, that's good. All right, see, and, uh, let's see who else. We got any new people in the house? Uh, I see uh, 
John Patrick, I think I said hello. Uh, Fishing with Papa Ed. Uh, Jonathan's still in here. Let's see what else we got. I'm trying not to miss anybody. Uh, wow, it's filling up. We got uh, 30 people watching. That's, that's a good night on a Friday night. Can't complain. Uh, Kevin Baker, Little Buckets of Sunshine. Hello, how are you? New people. Mike Greenwald, how are you doing, sir? Uh, Terry Lane. Uh, we're doing excellent. So, so do uh, you have any plans to travel? Is there any place you're looking forward to go? Do you just stay close because of the tournaments that are near, or are you going to start traveling a little more? Or what, what's the future plans? Yeah, for so, yeah, so now that uh, the tournament series I fish in Catfish Mafia, that's uh, that's fun for the season. So, I'm going to start traveling down to the Potomac down below Washington, D.C., and uh, that's where I do a lot of my winter fishing. That's about a 40-minute drive each way. That's oh, where yeah. blue cats are, you know. That's where I can get in the shad. I get blue cats, and yeah, they really turn on. I look forward to that. All right, you're breaking up a little bit here. I'm going to try and save a little bit of bandwidth, see if we can't clear this up here. Uh, I don't think it's – it could just be our service. It is Friday night. A lot of people are kind of busy on there. Uh, yeah. Jonathan yeah. said blue cats, baby. Look at that. There he goes. Let's see what other chats we got. Can't wait. Can't wait to start seeing your videos with the blue cats too. I think he uh, he just posted some pictures the other day. Uh, he was talking to me about uh, – well, we won't talk about that. Uh, we got Redbeard in the house. <laughs> He's been fishing a lot of sturgeons. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Cool. So, uh, yeah, if anybody has any questions, if you could uh, uh, enter your questions, you know, with, like, questions, Colin, and uh, I'll be able to see him a little more. I'll try and get uh, get them on there. Um, all right, so let's let's go through the standard stuff. Tell us a little bit about your boat. You said you, had, you after the one that wasn't as reliable, what did you pick up? So it's a it's a Crestliner Storm. It's a it's a 16 footer. Uh, I instantly regretted getting a 16 footer, but that's what I thought I could afford at the time. So, yeah. but it's it's nice. It's a flat bottom, and it's got a jet motor on the back. You know, outboard jet, uh, because the Susquehanna is all rock. Uh, everywhere you go, it's rock ledges, boulders. So you you run a prop, you're gonna just eat it up and blow your lower unit. I did that on my last boat. So, <laughs> so you, you lose a lot of power with that jet, but it, and a lot of a lot of steering, especially when you put it on the uh, trailer. But um, it's it's just it saves you money in the long run. You got to have it. Yeah. So, is you, are you running a jet now, as you said, or is that was your old boat? No, I run the jet now. Oh, you do now. A, oh, very interesting. It's a it's a Mercury sixty forty. It, it's enough. It moves the boat, but. I would have thought it'd go faster. It doesn't. So, uh, what I wish I would have went bigger. You know, that's that's yeah. kind of. I think everybody says after they buy their. But before uh, you buy it, you're thinking it about the, job the money you, the money you're going to save, and after it, you're thinking about the money you should have spent. Am I wrong or what? Yep. That's yeah, that's that's definitely how it goes. Uh, yeah, it and there's a. There's a lot of compartments and it takes up a lot of space. It just, it always feels like you're cramped in it. Uh, yeah. So not going to be my last boat, but it, it gets the job done. We, we have tons of fun on it. So that's all that matters. We have a lot of fun in my little boat too. Could you imagine fishing on like one of them 24 foot boats? Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, we do these tournaments and you see these people roll up with these $50,000 boats and you know, you drool over it, but you, you don't drill over the payments. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. They might get you to the grounds faster, and I'm not a big tournament guy, so I don't know how important that is in catfish tournament, but I imagine you want to get to your spots, right? But, yeah, I don't know, burning yeah, but, three, get, you know, three miles, what is it, three miles per gallon on, like, a 200-horse motor I was reading somewhere, and that's a four-cycle. I was like, that, that's that's a lot of fuel. But if you're going to play, you got to pay, I guess. All right, look, Jonathan uh, has yeah. a question. I don't know. Some of the people in the on 14 foot gun, but it's just, it's just, just no matter how much you put on the river. Yeah. So. Jonathan asked a question. He wants to know how long have you been flat, uh, flat fishing flatheads in your area? 
Or how long have flatheads been in your river? That's what he wanted to know. Sorry, Jonathan. So there's some debate over that. They, they're uh, the state kind of started recognizing them being there for I think about 10, 15 years ago. But there's guys that say they called them back 20, 25 years ago. So, but oh, yeah. the fisheries really, I mean, they're they're really building and they're getting strong now. Uh, that's the dominant finish. I'd say the last 10 years they've just taken off. Taken uh, off, huh? So it. Yeah. They're getting bigger. I mean, our state record keeps getting beaten every year. Keeps getting beaten, and uh, this year I think at the fifty-six pounds now. So it's you know you look at these southern states. That's not very big, but for us that's just massive. Yeah, they don't have the so weather to compete with. We, we same with us. We have the cold weather. We're going to lose a lot of fish in the winter. You know, the ones that have the potential yeah. to get real big, and then the ones that do get big doesn't mean they're going to get any bigger. So. Yeah, that it's 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 diff, it's a different animal up in the north here where we fish. So, but it doesn't stop us though, does yeah. it? All right, Norm from nope. Catfish Headhunters wants to know uh, what rod and reel setup do you like to use? All right, well, I'm a B and M fan. Um, that's that's kind of the first real catfish rod I got, and I fell in love with it. So I use the the Silver Cat Magnums and trying to switch over to the Elites, but you know, money. But uh, I also use uh, the Abu Garcia C3s, and I have a Cat Max reel too. Um, I start off with the, the cast things. I like them, but you use them every, every week, at least once a week. They, they break down. Yeah, how's that, that Cat Max holding up for you? You know, I'm actually really impressed with the Cat Max. Uh, for the price that you pay for them, it's, it's a good reel. I've brought in my biggest fish. Some of my biggest fish on that, and handled them fine. Uh, it casts great. I, I can't complain one bit about it. I'd like to say that the the more expensive reels are better, but at least as far as I've seen, that that one's working pretty good. You know, you know, I'm I'm kind of like I have the same feelings. You know, I I love my abus, and I always tell everybody I'm an abu fanboy. You know, but do I fish enough to to actually? For it to actually show a difference between that and like a casking, I I don't know. Um, I, as far as the caskings go, I I don't have any experience with them. I do have a friend who runs those uh, Cat Max reels, and he's he's always happy with them, but he doesn't fish that hard. So uh, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, you look at the musky guys that are casting ten thousand times. You know, they say ten thousand fish at ten thousand casts. They're running the they're running the low profiles, but that's just for weight advantage. Um, I'm yep. always curious yeah. as to how those reels break. I'm starting to notice, you know, the guys doing doing bumping. They obviously run the lighter, smaller reels. Um, I saw Hogenrod start trying that. I even saw Spencer using an Okuma low-profile reel. I was like, "Who is this guy?" That's kind of funny to see him <laughs> use it. But it is what it is. It's 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 kind of cool to see everybody, you know, changing their ways. Uh, let me see if we have any other questions here. We got a bunch of stuff. Oh, what's your favorite bait, Corey? That's what Rex Blocker wants to know. <laughs> well, I, I like shad. I mean, shad is is definitely my favorite bait, but we're not allowed to use cast nets or anything in, in Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. except for a couple lakes. So I got to go all the way down to Maryland to get, get my shad. So I, I usually use fallfish or bluegill. I mean, bluegill lives. You can keep them alive forever. They're not they're not my favorite, but mm. fall fish. If I could say something that's like fall fish, it's like a big chub. It's like a big what? It's it's like a real big chub. Like a big chub? Okay. I don't know. Our yeah, chubs get pretty big. How big do they how big do they get? Our chubs get pretty big here. Uh, I've caught them probably about a pound before. Uh wow. They, they kind of look like a silver trout, really. Yeah, they get pretty big. Huh? I think you know, you know who I think see, I've seen a extreme Philly fishing catch them on his little his creek videos and stuff. But he's up near your way, well, your part of the country, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's fun to watch. Amazing what he can pull out of a little creek. Yeah. yeah, he's doing all sorts of stuff. All right, let's see what else we got here. Which you go to bay? Oh, mono or braid? Palmetto wants to know. Well, I wish I had a solid answer for that. I'm always going back and forth. 
I, I like Mono. The strength is really strong. I mean, you, you can't beat it for strength. But like mm -hmm. I was saying earlier, River is from the rocks. If you get hung up with 30, 30 pound Mono in a boat, it's hard to break. Yeah. yeah. Stretch, stretch a mile before it breaks. Yeah, that's what I've noticed with Mono. When I use it, if I get hung up, that stretch is what kills you. That'll pull you yeah, off anchor yeah. sometimes just because of that stretch factor. So, I don't know. I, I use braid. Yeah. and it's, yeah, I usually use braid just, just because of that. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. Uh, and do you, what do you, you, so you, what do you run, 30-pound? What do you run braid? What do you run mono? Difference, same so, as far as pounds? And, the braid, I'll, I'll, I'll run 50 to 65-pound. Just to try to make up for it, Brian, and try, you know, trying to compensate for it breaking. Uh, but yeah, if I run, if I run mono, I have a reel set up with thirty, and then I, I have a, a blue cap reel I use down on Potomac with forty on there, just in okay. case I catch one of those eighty pounders they got. What's your biggest? What's your biggest blue cat? Uh, I think it was forty-six pounds. Yeah, not bad at all. Ask me what my ask me what my biggest blue cat is. What's your biggest blue cat? Let's, zero. Zero. I'm still looking for that fish. We're going to get it this winter, man. It's killing me. I have blue cat oh, envy oh. big time, my friend. Uh, hey, winter's hey, coming. Like, the, you got, I got to drive for it. It's not easy to get them. Yeah, we're going to try. I'm going to see if I can't talk. Jonathan's been bothering me about that. We'll see if I can't talk to him anyway. <laughs> Betty Jean has a question. Do you prefer anchoring, dragging, or drifting for shovel heads? And live or cut bait? Have you heard the word shovelheads? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, shovelhead. Uh, talking about those flags. I mean, they definitely, and they use it like a shovel. They dig down uh, when you start reeling them in, so that makes oh, yeah. sense. But I, I usually anchor, especially on the Susquehanna, because the depth changes so much that drifting would be a nightmare. It'd be the time i'd love to start bumping but i gotta i gotta start finding some deeper areas that, that smoother bottoms i try bumping that but they uh i anchor uh i'd say 95 percent of the time use a uh, single or double anchors you got enough current to just use a drift sock or uh right now there's no current unless you're right no behind, right below a dam there's nothing we're having Earlier in the year uh when we actually have rain uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do two anchors. I'll throw my front out and then just throw, you know, a 30-pounder or something to hold me. Uh, usually wind. Yeah. A small boat like that, that wind is killer. So you got you to anchor up. If that river's as wide as you're saying, there isn't too much place to hide from the wind. So uh, Sometimes you tuck, behind, uh, you tuck behind an island. But then as far as the live or cut bait, it depends on the season. Uh, you know, spring – I, I usually use all cut bait. Uh, it's, uh, I, I try live bait in the spring, and I just don't get much action on it. Yeah. Uh, as the summer moves in, water warms up, I'll use live bait. Actually, right now, they're crushing live bait. Uh, and then as it starts getting colder, like, you know, about where they're about to shut off, I'll, I'll, I'll switch back to or cut bait. So it, it's, it's kind always of, a toss-up. I usually have one out of live and then the rest cut, you know, and then if, if they're hitting live, I'll switch over to live. Yeah, I do the same thing, try to alternate and stuff. How many what's your rod what's your rod limit up out there? So we're allowed three three a person. Three a person? And then okay. you get down on the Potomac and you get kind of spoiled. It's not unlimited. Uh oh, it is? section. So how many of you? How many of you run? What's <laughs> By myself, I, I've tried seven, and it's it gets kind of chaos, especially you, when you get into a school of dinks or something like that, and you just your lines just yeah, it's it's a nightmare. I can you, run, I can run six, but it, it's it's work. It becomes work at that point. It's a lot so. of work, and especially getting all that bait, man. I always wonder how these guys that run like eight to ten to twelve rods. When do they have time to catch all that bait? I don't know. Uh, but at least down there, I mean, the shatter, they're massive. They're, let's see if I can get this in. They're about that big down there. So uh, one of those goes a long way. You cut that up into you know, three, four pieces. But Shad's a little hard to yeah, come by here. here but we're, 
we're starting to find them. And about, I don't know, like five weeks ago, they were coming in at about this big. Last night, we were catching them like this. I was so happy when wow. we got like, we got six of them. I was ecstatic. It lasted all night for cut bait. I was like, that's incredible. I was a happy man. I've never caught them that big over here. And then I see you guys on your videos cutting up big chunks of them. Definitely need to get out a little more, see what we got here. Uh, let's see if we got any more questions here. Something about a hairline. Uh, do you do any uh, Do you do any dragging? I've attempted it down there. Like I said, the Potomac, I, I try to uh... – drag and and bump and all that i i just i'm just not confident in it you know i i have a day to fish down there and i, I just do what i know works i'd love to experiment more but it, it's hard to make yourself get out of the comfort zone when you when you drove that far and you have you know five hours to fish so you, you do what works but bumping looks like fun dragging looks like fun i'd like to go with somebody and what they're doing and, and learn a little bit about it but yeah, it's, it's hard to set that confidence aside, isn't it? You know, you, 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 you know what's, what's producing fish and you know that if you stick with it, there's a chance that you're going to get something and you have no idea if there's no chance trying something new. So I've been trying to do the same thing. I've been trying to like this year, I've been actually, I've just started dragging baits this year and uh, to mix results, but, but I'm having fun trying. It's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot more work than I thought, but it's pretty good. It, we've been doing all right. And when they hit, I've been dragging for channels. When they hit, it, it's it's crazy. It like twists. I got um, Driftmaster rod holders in the back of my boat. I don't know if you noticed. So they're like two T's, one on each side. And when one hits yeah. on one, it twists, it twists it all the way around. And I got them like cranked oh, down. Oh. So that's kind of fun. Hey, John, John, yeah, that's, it always drag. looks like a blast. Good luck out there, Jonathan. Exactly. Jason Blackburn's out too. How you doing, Jason? How you guys making out out there? You catching anything? Yeah, you catch anything, Jonathan? Jason, anybody? A little preview here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if you message him, he'll tell you. Uh, yeah. But you're talking about uh, just confidence you're you're fishing in three foot of water that, that's some i i really struggle to do is fish shallow water uh you know in the threes and fives like i'm always looking for the holes and you know then actually lately i've been fishing really deep water like 35 40 foot water and it's just it feels so weird it feels you know something that you shouldn't be doing you, you think flatheads are out shallow they're, they're they're out prowling but it's been working and it, sometimes you just gotta try something different Something different, yeah. We don't we don't have a choice. I can think of a couple holes. I know where there's like a couple of eight foot stretches, a couple choke points that get up to like nine feet. I know where there's like the mouth of a. Uh, I think it was dredged out a few years back. It gets up to like eleven feet. Navionics says there's okay, a fourteen okay. foot hole in one section. I haven't been able to find it yet. I've been looking. <laughs> Every time I go by there, I'm zigzagging back and forth through the channel. Never find it. Uh, let's see what else we got here. But I definitely said, I, you know, it, it's just the opposite for me. I went out to the, the Kaskaskia and, um, uh, it's 22 feet there. I, I don't fish oh, wow. that oh, deep wow. of water often at all. And then when you get out on the Mississippi, I was seeing depths within like 50 yards, go from four feet to 60 feet at the end of a wind yeah, yeah. I was like, I had no idea. I was, I was, it, I was undergeared and, and over-rivered, I like to say. I was not ready for that. So next time I go, I'm going to go with somebody who knows what they're doing. I can think of a couple of people uh, that I'd like to do that. <laughs> Hello, Jason. How are you, man? Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, 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 Betty says 18 is old. So you got a – are you married? Do you have kids? What's going on with your personal life? Not that I need to know. Maybe some people. Oh, that's here. all right. Yeah, so I'm married, and uh, we have three kids: uh, two-year-old, a five-year-old, and actually a seventeen-year-old. Uh, wow, it's kind of kind of crazy in the house, but we're we we foster. Uh, so we have two foster kids that's, who hopefully soon will will adopt. So that's fantastic. But Good I for went, you. God bless you. Oh, thanks. So I went from having a five-year-old. 
well, I guess he's four at the time, and then all of a sudden I got a, I got a kid half my age. So it's it's been a whirlwind lately, but it, it's it sure has been great. Uh, and you know they take up they take up some of the fishing time, but it's it's so so worth it. You know. Do you ever get them involved in fishing, or do they have no interest in it? So I've tried. Uh, actually, my daughter, a seventeen-year-old, she wants to get out, and uh, it's just with she works and with school, it's kind of hard. Uh, I've had my five-year-old Allenson. I looked into lad. He just he had no interest. He just wanted to play with his dinosaurs. Uh, but yeah. yeah, he just likes getting out on the boat. And then I've had him carp fishing. The the mm. two-year-old he doesn't have any. Uh, he's got no survival instincts. I can't bring him out on the boat yet. He'd be in that water in no time. So, I'm trying to see if anybody's shooting on any questions. Let's go. How about your wife? Does she? Uh, how did they, we call our wives our sponsors? Let's start it with Chad and Dockery. How is she, is she into fishing? Does she just support you? Does she not support you? Uh, what's going on there? Uh, yeah, so she's not so much into fishing, but I got to say, she. I hate to just sound like a nerd here, but she is. A, she's. A saint. I mean, she puts up my fishing and she watches the kids, and you know, she lets me go out at least once a week without question. You know, and that's that means more to me than anything. She she knows I get get a little cranky if I don't get out fishing. So yeah, you gotta have you therapy out there. My wife, when I go out fishing, she hopes I catch something because I come home really cranky. If I'm skunked, she, gets, <laughs> she's, she hides for cover. Yeah, my, my wife wants nothing to do with fishing, but she's pretty supportive of me, you know, going out and fishing as often as I can get out there. And, and with the YouTube stuff, she's actually more of a, a, a YouTube groupie, not of mine, but of a couple other channels. So she gets a kick out of the fact that she just sees me on there whenever I tell her I'm done, So, which I kind of <laughs> like. It's kind of impressive, so. Once again, folks, down in the uh, yeah. in the description after the show, I have all the links. I have the links to Corey's channel. Uh, you guys, please go on to Flatty Daddies. Give him a sub. It's a great channel. He's been out there for a while. We need to get the word out. He's, he's well-deserving. He works hard, and he gets out a lot of fish. And I think he'll be entertained. I know I am. So um, I also have all the links to the Weekend Catfish links after my little uh, – uh, section at the beginning that I, I don't know what to call that yet, but uh, I kind of summed up the weekend catfishing. Also, I want to say that Palmetto Cats, uh, Palmetto, you're having, uh, I think, Mike Morello on this week. Can you correct me in the chat and I'll put it up in the board, my friend? I'm sorry. I've been so busy. I'm kind of been crazy. Uh, waiting for Palmetto. We'll see the, what it'll do. I can always get onto his channel too. Uh, sometimes I can multitask. Michael Morello is on, on, is on Palmetto's, there it is, is on Palmetto show Sunday night, 7 p.m. Central time. I think his is 8 p.m. Um, Eastern time, so uh, he always has a good show. Uh, what's going on, Jim? How are you, buddy? Let's see. Uh, that's the rumor. Mike's a good guy. He's a good supporter of everybody. He's a good man to, to have as a sub to your channel. So, oh, and Smith actually posted the link upstairs. I'm sorry. Uh, I've had that. I've heard that Palmetto name a lot. I got to get on there and start checking out his channel and a lot of these other people out here. I really, I need to branch out more. I was telling you that before. I kind of have just a couple channels I watch, and uh, I really need to start watching some more of these these channels. There's a lot of good people out there. There's so much good content out there. There's so many good people in this chat alone, let alone, you know, people outside. There's, you know, Avid who gave me, actually on this very show right now, he invited me to go on and he caught me. I would never have done it, but he caught me at the right time with my wife in the room. She's like, you should do it. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Just like well, we were talking about. Gotta get you. Yeah, and I've met so many good people, so many people that support me, people I get to bounce ideas off and stuff. I just wish I could do more for every single one of the people in this room. I try to do as much as I can with as busy as we are. So um, you're always welcome to, to to stop by, give me a shout out. I'd be more than happy. You can post your links to your videos on my group. I'm sure a lot of other guys will repost your stuff. So we're, we're always trying to help each other. So that's a good thing. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely be starting to do that more often here. All right. Hopefully I'm not missing uh, too much. 
Oh, look at this. Here's an invite from uh, Betty Jean. You're missing out one of the greatest catfish family on earth. Come hang out. You're always welcome, just like I said. Uh, it definitely it does seem like a family out here. It's awesome. Uh, everybody knows each other. Everybody seems like they, they get the inside jokes. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. So Michael Morello wants to know, what are some of your favorite channels? Well, uh, I guess uh, I watch um, Chats Cats. Uh, I've been watching Hog and Grubs a lot. Uh, Hook Catfish, I uh, really like his videos. And Catfish and Crappy, I heard that one's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I watch, uh, uh, you know, I watch Spencer's channel a lot. And, uh, you know, I started off with the Catfish and Carp and Steve Douglas and all those big names yeah. and, uh, I've been watching, you know, slowly branching out, but, uh, those are some of the main ones. I watched extreme Philly fish and you mentioned him earlier. Uh, he's, he's, he's always entertaining and uh, not always catfish, but always entertaining. Uh, watch Thai pig patrol. There's a bunch, uh, you know, those are the ones coming to mind right now, but, uh, yeah, I definitely watch a lot. I watch I watch and, Josh too and Spencer. Josh is something he's a, he's an acquired taste, but I kind of, you know, I kind of get where he's he's coming from. He's just being himself, which is fine. You know, when I when I was his age, I was you know rambunctious too. I know some of the um, some people. You know, you, you either like him or you don't. He seems to be doing well for him, but he he fishes pretty hard. Uh, and I still watch Extreme Philly fishing from time to time. I try to get on there, check out his channel. Good stuff. Oh, and Realistic Fishing too. That's another good show. I like to watch him. Uh, he's see. pretty good. I. I, I see him doing a lot of collaborations. That's usually when I catch him, but yeah, he has a good channel. And I watch, uh, I don't know, I guess on Sundays uh, or Saturday mornings, I still watch uh, Catfishing and Carp. Every Sunday morning, I have my yeah. coffee and watch him and, and, and move on. So I kind of like yeah, watching. One boy calls it, he calls it two kids fishing because he hasn't realized there's a third one on there yet, but he loves watching that. We'll watch that on uh, on TV. Usually Saturdays, we'll we'll hang out together and watch that. Do you so show him the Outdoor is, Boys, his second channel? Yeah. They might even like that better, yeah. He likes that one more. It's, you know, all the crazy stuff they do. Uh, definitely more entertaining than, than just watching fishing for a five-year-old. But, yeah, that, that, that channel can teach you a lot. It's, that's fun. It, it does. And he's been doing it for so long. You know, and he's he's a, he's a smart guy, and he's got you know he's from Alaska, so he's got you know the outdoors and fishing in his blood. So, you know, I, I would consider I would consider myself living a charmed life if I lived his. You know, God bless him for that. But uh, I, wouldn't that be awesome? That would be so cool. I just don't know how he has the time. I look every time I watch his episodes, I'm like, how do you do that? You're a lawyer. You have two channels, three kids. Like, where do you find the time? That's always impresses me. I, I can barely find the time to get I'm, – I'm, I've been having a hard time getting any videos together. I'm missing a video I meant to get out this week, uh, the second part of that kids fishing one. I haven't had a time between life and, and getting ready for this and trying to get out fishing at least once a week to bank a little bit of video for, for once I get a little bit of free time, which is kind of funny. It's kind of hard. And I'm sure everybody here can uh, uh, can attest to that. Yeah, yeah everybody here has a life to live and – a job to work at. I mean, that's just, that's how it goes for us. So. All right. Let's see. Oh, here's a question. Let's see what this one is. Question. It seems that people often uh, ask anchor, drag, or bump, but less often uh, ask, do you ever use bobbers? Do you ever use floats? You know that? Not yet. Uh, I've been watching these guys that, that do it. And it, it makes a lot of sense, but no, I haven't, I haven't got into that. I'm all, uh, you know, flathead fishing is just in my mind. It's their bottom fishing. You know, you, you put it on the bottom and let it go. But yeah. you see all these guys having a lot of luck with the bobber floating, and uh, definitely got to give it a shot here. I'm just not set up for it yet. I use it in the daytime. It's guaranteed in the daytime. I because yeah, you know how you know how Spencer floats. Spencer and uh, um, and Denny float baits in. They get right up on those log jams and those those root balls and stuff. Yeah. Well, I kind of just use a float and I'll I'll park my little boat, you know, twenty feet above it, and just gently drift mm -hmm. my baits into there, try to keep them out of there. And it's pretty, you know, last year up until this year, my PBs were all caught during the day. Yeah, yeah. So, that's uh, how'd you say that? That's kind of the same with me. I, I never thought that 
would be the way it goes. But yeah, uh, the big Try ones that. seem to be biting during the day. Yep. But, and yeah, I know John, uh, Jonathan just put out a, a video with him and Brandon. Uh, they're fishing in a in one. <laughs> They, they were fishing in this one spot and they were floating baits, big bullheads on, uh, uh, on floats. And I know also that uh, red beer setting hooks uh, did really good with a monster one this year. I think he got a 50 pounder fishing floats. So good question, Mr. Morello. You always have good questions, buddy. Real good question. You should try them. I use both. I use like the big floats, like the muddy river catfishing type ones, which also the good ones are made by uh Patriot James. He makes some good ones as well as the whisker seeker ones, which are nice. Um, but I go, I go in after them, and they add up. Those whisker seeker ones are like seven bucks a pop. I'll go in after them if they get caught up. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's a lot of money to throw at it. But yeah, uh, so, I, I definitely am going to start trying it here. So you were talking about you fished a tournament last weekend. Is that something you want to talk about? Or are you going to save that for a video? No, that's fine. I can talk about it. I, I put it on Facebook, so uh, yeah, okay. it's, it's not a secret. Uh, yeah, so. We fished the Catfish Mafia series up here. It's it's the biggest series out out here. It's actually run by some really good people. Um, if anybody watching is actually out this way, definitely recommend trying it. But uh, yeah, we did pretty good. Uh, our, it's it was pretty much a twenty four hour tournament. You get a, a three hour break in between the two tournaments. But uh, the first leg wasn't wasn't great. I had a bunch of boat issues. Uh, blew a fuse in the motor. I didn't even know I had. Um, had to get towed in and then I almost sunk my boat cause I left the live well running the whole time. Uh, but the second leg, we three fish, we got about 78 pounds and that was enough to put us in fifth place. So, uh, it, it was, it was great. I mean, yeah, yeah. They actually paid out five places for once cause there's 46 boats. So they, uh, wow. they actually added a couple extra places. So we just, we just squeaked in there, but, um, yeah, it's amazing what they bring in in that area. I, I think first place had well over 100 pounds. So that's crazy. That's was that all? Is that just catfish in general, or was it flatheads? So it's uh, your main pot is usually flatheads. You're not going to do too well if you're bringing in channels, but they do a side channel pot, um, and they'll they'll pay that out separate. And they do fish, and uh, they do uh, they gave out some money for the veteran with the biggest fish. So that, that was really cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a cool series. Uh, that was our last tournament of the year. It's called the Ironman and, you know, 24 hour tournament basically. So we, we, I think we came in seventh out of all the teams this year. So it was a good year. We were actually, we stepped it up a little bit. Chad really stepped it up. Uh, my brother-in-law, he, he was catching some monsters this year yeah. in this tournament. So but yeah, it's good when you have a partner that works out, huh? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's just as nuts as I am with this stuff and any of these guys on this channel. So, all right, so Benny has a question. Uh, what would you be fishing for if you weren't chasing shovelheads? <laughs> I think Benny's Bait. asking these questions to get me to say shovelhead. I think she's doing that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I'd be fishing for bait, but if uh, yeah, I guess I, I'd probably still be trout fishing. Uh, there's a lot of trout out this way, and you know that's what I grew up doing. Uh, until I started, I, I had smallmouth bass. There's a lot of them on the river, uh, but yeah, it's kind of hard to go back or do anything else once you you catch a shovelhead. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just it's nothing quite quite like that. Uh, channel know, I, cats, I guess I'd be channel cat fishing. Yeah. Um, as far as like trout goes, we up in south uh, southwest Wisconsin or actually Midwest Wisconsin. There's a lot of trout streams and stuff, but I don't get a chance to go out there, so I kind of stick to the the, the stockers that we have here, yeah. are, are are they stock trouts out by you? Are they in the streams? Are there lakes with them? What's that look like? So, yeah, they're streams and lakes, reservoirs. They're mostly stockers. There's some with uh, with some native browns and brooks. You go up uh, towards State College and all that. There's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, native streams, but you know they're they're only going to be about this big. They're fun. You got to be re you really got to know what you're doing and sneak up on them. But yeah. uh, and are you fly? Are you like, that's what Betty was up for. Are you fly fishing for him? Uh, I wish I could say patience to fly fish. Now, I, I usually throw on some trout mags or, uh, you know, some a spinner bait, something like that. 
the trout mags they they've been the best gift I've ever found uh especially yeah. bait fishing oh my god you guys don't try them throw throw that for your bait they work really those little trout mags work good for bait huh yeah I always thought they were a gimmick but you'll catch bluegill and fall fish or creek chub uh like no other on those I like the I use the yeah. jigs I buy the jigs whenever I come across the trout magnet the jig heads yeah, I, I like using the the Berkeley Gulp one inch minnows, the Berkeley Alive ones. They work well. Yeah. For me. I'm not having to look for worms or dig them up or go to Walmart or whatever. I always got two bottles yeah. of them in my truck, and they last all week. They do pretty good. So, uh, let's see. Yeah. What's here. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Palmetto Cats received four rods. Four, I think they're flathead. Oh no, blue. Were they the flathead rods? Palmetto, speak up. Are they flathead rods? I forgot. Or the blue cat rods from? Oh, uh, they were flathead rods. From Chris Flores himself, he got in the mail this week. How crazy is that? Wow! To, hey man, you're going out. places there. If you can, if you're getting free rods like that from Chris Flores, that's awesome. Oh, I saw that. That's really cool. I was so happy for him. Maybe, maybe he just didn't want to see Palmetto use those ugly sticks anymore. I'm just giving him trouble. I'm, I'm a ugly sticks. Uh, trying to think what yeah. else. I'm trying to get questions. They catch fish. Last week when I talked to Denny, I kind of felt bad. I want to apologize to everybody, too. I should have let you guys ask more questions. So I'm trying to be a little more attentive to you guys as well. Um, so if you'll forgive me. So uh, I'm trying to scroll through here, trying to make sure I'm not missing any. If anybody has a question I did miss, if you could please post it again. Uh, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Uh, and uh, let's see. Any advice on catching uh, flatheads in a lake? Do you do any lake fishing for flatheads? Oh, man. Uh, uh, Catman, oh, I wish I could help uh, you out there. I don't have any lakes around here with uh, catfish. I get flatheads. Yeah, I can help you out there. I, I wish we had them because that, that would be fun. I don't know how I would yeah, fish for them. I've never done that. Have you ever done that, Mark? N never caught a flathead on a lake. Never. Channel cats, that's it. I've never caught anything. Never caught a flathead on a lake. I know I know a couple of ponds here where there might be some flatheads that the, I heard rumors they were released in, but we'll see how fast those bass disappear in there. Yeah, uh, they'll be the only fish here soon. All right, let's see what we got here. When is the latest you have caught a flathead on it? Yeah, how late in the season? What's the latest in the season you've ever caught a flathead? November, I'd say, uh, about November. November, uh, that lead, huh? You know, once it hits 50 degrees down here and the water hits 50, it's it's almost impossible. But, you know, if you have a warm summer, you can keep that water going into the 50s until November. I don't know. So that's what you're looking for? Usually yeah. 50 degrees is usually the cutoff, huh? Water temp? That's. I mean, I keep fishing, but that's about when I. Uh, about to help. So, yeah, it's uh, it's so unpredictable in Pennsylvania what you're going to get weather-wise. Yeah, Norm caught. I was out with Norm fishing last weekend, and he caught. Uh, I didn't realize that was. Oh, the first flat of the year, he caught it on a night crawler. I've seen lots of guys do that too. <laughs> Medusa rigs and stuff. That works. You'll get them every now and then. I've actually caught like yeah. a, a one-pound flathead on stink bait once. I was looking for for frying channel cats, <laughs> and it just took it. It was on a little treble hook thing. So uh, let's see. Uh, we had a question here from uh, Justin's Fishing Fetish. Hey, Justin, I didn't see you come in. How are you, my friend? Uh, do you fish from the bank ever? Yeah, I actually, you know, I grew up doing that. Uh, down on the, on the scoop hole, I fished from the bank a lot. Um, you know, I got a boat. I try to use use that, make uh, make use of what I spend the money on. I have a lot of respect for bank fishing. That's it's hard, you know. You're pretty much limited to one spot. You really got to find one good spot, and you got to put some time into finding a good spot. So that's that's tough. And wait them out. You know. I, I, you know, I watch Catfish Dave too, like like so many other people, and uh, he made a good point yeah, when he was yeah. when he was just bank fishing. This is back in a. He was talking about fishing one spot for like a month at a time. 
He's like, you won't know unless you won't know if there's fish there unless you do that. And it made sense because you get a big flathead eats like a one pound or two pound carp. How long before they eat again? Maybe a week. Yeah. If you go in like yeah. once a week or something, what are the chances you're going to hit it on a time that he's not, you know, sitting there digesting it? So that kind of always stuck to me. So well, I actually makes did, a lot of sense. I did that on a couple of spots, and I've caught flathead where I thought there were no flatheads. So. That was kind of cool. No monsters, but I was still happy to see them. And I don't really think they were traveling as far as you'd think they were. So that was kind of interesting. So okay. uh, let's see what okay. we got here. So how long have you been making YouTube videos now? When did you get started? Uh, I'd say really making them for the last three years. Uh, like actually you know, putting the effort into it and making videos I could. Uh, before that, I was making waterfowl videos years, but they were they were, they were kind of garbage. I'll admit that they were just for But uh, yeah, I'd say the last three years I've been putting them out, and the last two years using better programs and really just kind of honing my skills. So three years, yeah. Yeah, that's a while to be. You've been doing it a lot, so you really must like it. What do you use to edit, if you don't mind me asking? I use uh, Vegas uh, Movie um, it's, it's like a Muller 2 behind the lake, so it's kind of cheaper. But okay. It, yeah. uh, it does everything I want it to do. Um, I've never really used the real expensive ones. I don't know if I'm missing out, but it's mm -hmm. Simple I guess, you know your videos look great. I don't in, unless you want to expand into doing some other stuff like a like Dieter Millhorn or new school stuff. You know, like cinematography stuff. I think it works good. I use a uh, Muvave that was recommended to me okay. by, by Spencer, and you know, for ninety bucks, it works perfect, man. And I don't have to pay every month. I don't have to yeah. pay every year. It's like once and done, and, and I was pretty happy with it. So, so far, so good. Yeah. The only thing I might might want is a little better audio control, but I, I'm working my way around there. That was one of the hardest things for audio me. Audio you, you, Yeah, yours sounds pretty good. I noticed that. See, I look at that stuff, so I don't mean to overanalyze your work, <laughs> but I just look at it trying to get ideas for myself. So, I always use the – I don't know if you guys see. I wear a Hero 3 out the case on my, on my chest. And mm -hmm. that has the best audio I've found because it's not waterproof. Uh -huh. I always use that audio and overlap it with my, uh, my video. Here, I'm going to show you a little bit. What I found, my best video or best audio is with these Rode Wireless Go's. I okay. found them and they, they work great. I noticed that you use multi camera, use multi cams, right? You use a couple of GoPros. Yeah. I'd worry because yeah. I have a hard time syncing that up. But I'll run one is, all the time. I'll run one all the time and I run this on a lapel mic, right? Because it's wireless. Okay. And the audio's good. But getting it to sync with my like chesty, or if I have something, you know, like on a stick, on a selfie stick, if I'm fishing with other people's. I'm still having a hard time getting them to sync. So, any any tips there for me? Uh, I'm just spending a lot of time. Uh, that's what I do. I I try to just sync up my lips to uh, the audio. It's it's probably the worst way to do it. But, uh, yeah. Sometimes you, know, you wave on audio and you can see. Uh -huh. You know, I have I use Hero Six for my secondary camera and for the audio. And you try to bring it down to the next layer. And and line it up. That that works, but yeah, here's a little bit. A lot of people's work. Here's a little behind the scenes for everybody in the chat. <laughs> if you notice my videos, you'll hear me cough once in a while, and I'll do that just so I get that that peak in the audio, and that's the only way I've been able to do it. So I sound like some old man half dying to death, but it helps me. <laughs> Jonathan says, "Keep up that's the good work." And pretty he, solid. Pretty solid. And he also says, don't give up. So kind words from Jonathan. Thanks, hey, buddy. Thanks. Means a lot, man. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Betty Jean wants to hear how warm it was on the Kaskaskia. Uh, did you hear stories about that? I froze my butt off. It was 40 degrees. We're camping in a vinyl tent, right? Sleeping on an air mattress. I, I didn't sleep. I made it there one night, fished the whole day, and drove home all night the next night. I'd rather be exhausted than <laughs> I gave up, Betty. Yes, I gave up. I couldn't make it. And I apologize to Avid. 
Have crazies in the house. Hey, have crazy. How are you? James Dockery Fishing. Oh, thank you, sir. It wasn't me. It's the guest and it's the crowd. I have nothing to do with it. All I do is direct traffic, man. You guys are great. Um, And Corey's a great guest. I haven't had a bad guest on here yet. I mean, Stan was fantastic. I see him growing everywhere. All you guys do is inspire me. I just wish I could do more to support you and help you trying to get caught up. So, Oh, and by the way, if you guys didn't see me linking stuff today, just so you know, I got banned on Facebook for 24 hours. Long story. Message me on Facebook if you want to hear. It's kind of silly. (laughs) Anyways, uh, let's see what else we got. Betty Jean. Betty Jean live streams, too, once in a while. Uh, I always like to see her on there. Uh, I know she's uh, having fun out on the water with her husband. It's always nice to see them. Uh, Let's see what else we got. Doing pretty good. Someone's eating zucchini bread. All right. um, So what else is going on? What's your plans for this weekend? Are you going out on Sunday night? You know, I, I had plans to go out. I was actually going to do like a marathon fish, and I was going to fish you know, Sunday, and then I was going to fish all Sunday night, and then into Monday because I had off. But plans just got changed. I got a call from my boss. I got to work all weekend now. I'll be I'll be starting at six o'clock tomorrow morning after this. So oh, man, yeah, that was a bump. You know, you got to work or else you don't. You can't go fishing. That's just how it goes. Go yeah, uh, things change pretty quick. Our weather's getting ready to change, too. So I got out last night. You know, it, it's funny that you mentioned this. And I told a story to a couple of guys. I was I was coming home from an appointment, and I, I drove by an ambulance, and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to fish. And the ambulance goes by. I'm like, well, last time I was in an ambulance, I had some medical problems before. I, I thought to myself I'd rather okay. be fishing. So I heard that. I'm like, well, I guess this is where I should be fishing, right? Hooked up the boat yeah, and took off. Uh-huh. So. It's stupid stuff like that. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Chris is saying, all right, Chris, thank you very much for coming in. Hope you guys enjoyed the yeah, show. Thanks for stopping by. Let's see how we're doing here with people-wise. So, hey, we're still doing pretty good. If you guys could uh, hit the like yeah, before you leave, I'd appreciate it. Uh, we got 30 likes, which is pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good. It's like everybody hit the like button. Oh, we got one dislike. I wonder who did that. <laughs> That always we'll blame it on me. We'll blame it on me. That wasn't you. We're not going to blame it on you. Who knows who does it? (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully somebody did that by a mistake. But it is what it is. It means I'm getting somebody's attention. It doesn't matter. Uh, Thank you very much. We got kind words from uh, Palmetto Cats, guys. um, Unless you want to talk about something else, push something else. um, I appreciate you coming by the show. Uh, Before we leave, I do want to say I do. I got a third batch of hats, people. Uh, they've been going pretty good. If you want a hat, message me on Facebook uh, on the Catfish and Crappie Group. I'll tell you how to get it. Basically, I can only take PayPal, so uh, I'll just need a PayPal address and your real address, and I'll invoice you through there, uh, and we can work that out. So uh, get in touch with me if you want it. Uh, I'm not selling these for a business. I know a lot of people want them, but I've been going through them pretty good, so I, I got them. I might as well sell them. So I got, like, another batch, about 30 so. That's right. Potato's going to potato, right, Betty? Betty always says that, and it always makes me giggle a little bit. So uh, there's some kind words. All right, how about you? You got anything? You got any merch or anything you want to push before you leave? Uh, no, I don't I don't have anything yet. It's in the works. Uh, me and my wife are working on some shirts, but so far the vinyl's not sticking, and, you know, every time you wash it, the vinyl's peeling off. So I'm not going to sell yeah. anybody that crap yet. So, uh, well, We'll try. We're gonna have something eventually. Vinyl's tricky, you know. Maybe if uh, I can think of somebody that might give you some some hints and tips uh, on, on how to get it done, you might want to uh, friend somebody on Facebook. I'm sure if you shoot him a question, he's a busy man. I wonder who that would be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's one of my shirts. I just actually pulled it out of the dryer just for the show. So. Thank you very much, Betty. All right, people. Uh, Corey, thank you so much for being my guest. This is guest hey, number hey, hey. three on the Fishing Live. <laughs> Thanks for talking fishing. me into coming on here. I, I, was, I was a little nervous about doing this live stream thing, so thanks for talking me into it. It was a good time. Uh, Great host, really. You know, when, when you told me that, I, I when you told me that, Corey, I couldn't believe it. You seem so smooth in your videos. You really do. You seem like a natural. You 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 seem the same way tonight. So whatever it is, it doesn't show. 
Go with it. You're going to do a great job. Like Jonathan, everybody's saying it was a good show. Keep up the good work. Betty said it was a good show. I'm sure you – hopefully you get some subs out of this. Hopefully some people watch and keep subbing. So uh, I wish you the best of luck, and uh, thank you again. And everybody out there, thank you very much for watching. Uh, Ace, I'll say one for you, buddy. Uh, you did great, Corey, we got. Uh, Stan loves his Palmetto. Uh Corey, come hang out more often. Yeah, stop by here. We got shows all week. If you look at the links I put in the description, if you, you want to find out where they are, you can always stop yeah, in. People yeah. will be happy to see you. You go in yeah, there. I was we'll, we'll always... This is just a, a once a week kind of thing. I didn't realize you did this uh, multiple times a week. I No, I do this every day. Those Yeah, those shows that I listed are other people's shows. It's gone from like uh, Catfish Weekly, which is like the OG show, which is a great show, to uh, people yeah. doing it every night. Yeah. Chunky does – have you seen the Chunky uh, uh, yeah. live streams? Yeah, I've, uh, I've tuned in here and there with that. He's, he fishes uh, down there on that Potomac. Um, yeah. it's, it's, I think he's pretty close to where I, I go down with the boat, so it's pretty cool to watch him fishing that. He every time I hear that word Potomac, man, I think of him, and I just, I, I don't get like jealous or envious. I just want, I want to get in on that blue, blue cat action. So that's <laughs> on my list. On my list again, and I don't mean to hold you up any longer. Thank you again, Corey. Thank you, everybody. And uh, looks, you already got some subs. Um, thank you for showing up. I never know how to end these, but hold on, and we'll say goodbye after we. Uh, log off here thanks again guys god okay. bless have a wonderful weekend okay. get out there and fish yeah thanks everybody thanks for the questions, thanks for the questions.